0: Hey and welcome back to Worlds Collide. It's been a while since the last time I uploaded an episode, Um, but this is the first episode of season two. My name is Victoria and I'm your host. In this season, I talk to different guys from different places, in different places, with different backgrounds. And there is also a special episode. And then there is another one where I revisit a friend or guest from season one. And yeah, I wanted to see how his journey turned out. And let's just say very different than he thought. Uh, but yeah, this will stream in a few weeks. So Let's first talk about this episode today. Um, Yeah, same as in the first episode of the last season, this is a Germany-Canada story. But this time it's the other way around, from Canada to Germany, with a long stopover in Turkey. This is Dean's story. Dean was an actor in Canada, and he is also a self-published author. And, of course, we talk about his books and where you can find them. There is a link in the show notes for Amazon, where you can, of course, then buy his books. But, yeah, first, let's hear his story and how he ended up in Germany. Here it is. Welcome, Dean. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so um, where where are you calling from?
1: Um, from my office. Oh, I'm- okay, and where is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's in, I'm in Freiburg, Germany.
0: Oh, you're in Freiburg. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: I'm in Freiburg. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. sehr schön. It's
1: a badish. Uh
0: huh, sehr yeah, badisch. Um, nice little creeks through the town.
1: Yeah, it's it it is really a a beautiful beautiful little city. I have to say, you know, like a lot of green. And like you say, you know the creeks running through. I like to ride my bike along the the oh, yeah. creeks and stuff. It's yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. I, I can't believe we got this place.
0: How did you end up in Freiburg?
1: Okay, well, since we are recording, I'll I'll tell you the whole story. Uh huh. Well, not the whole story. No, I was uh, I was um, living in Turkey with mm. my wife and son, and my wife. Had completed a PhD there in Turkey, but mm-hmm. um, she was not. She was thinking that it wasn't really as valuable as a PhD from another place, from right, another country. Okay. Actually, she she finished the PhD and she started looking for postdoc kind of positions, things, opportunities, mm-hmm. and uh, we almost ended up in Missouri. Oh, in Missouri. Which, yeah, would have been interesting, but um, uh, the at the same time there was a bit of a, a, a pullback, I guess, of of funding for a lot of uh, research, and she got this offer to do a PhD in Germany mm-hmm. through a European Union um, Council kind of a thing. Okay. And what they were doing is they were taking people from other countries, bringing them to the EU and having them do a PhD.
0: Mm-hmm. So is your wife also, um, I don't even know where you're from, from the US? Are Hell sure? no,
1: I'm not from America. Where are you from? I'm from Canada, man. Are you
0: from Canada? Where, I where don't hear the
1: accent. I'm where, from Germany. I know, but, but where?
0: I'm Right now I'm calling from Texas. <laughs> I know was not my first choice we somehow ended up in austin oh
1: okay well good place Aust- to end up if you're gonna be in texas i think That's i mean
0: for uh, for texas it's i think the best yeah. place to be yeah
1: I-, I would think so from what i've heard i don't know
0: yeah i mean it's but, a fun place yeah
1: but where in uh, germany
0: um, I'm from originally from like the uh, Sauerland area, um, like close to the Ruhrgebiet, Dortmund.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, our first city in Germany was Göttingen, yeah, and that's where my wife did her PhD, actually, there and uh, Copenhagen.
0: Oh, very and, nice, yeah,
1: it was it was pretty interesting she had to spend half of her time she didn't spend half of her time there she spent about six months there i guess mm-hmm. but uh, she had to spend part of her time studying there and the rest of the time in uh, uh in Göttingen. Mm-hmm. so so yeah we we uh i i said you know if i can do nine years living in turkey i can do three years in germany no problem yeah <laughs> and uh uh, so we came and she was uh, she finished her PhD there and we were thinking that we were going to stay there because there were some things happening at the university there and and uh, it looked like she was going to have a chance to do that. And then that rug kind of got pulled out from under our feet. Oh. And, uh-huh. uh, but we had already decided to stay in Germany for our son's education at least. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, he's uh, he's now 15, but he was 10 when we first got. Okay. Here. So we thought, you know, it's a good education system. He can go to German university for basically free. Yeah. You know, get a good education, and uh, so we decided that we were going to stay, and we had even decided that you know, Göttingen's okay. I mean, it's a nice, it's a really nice city. Yeah. It's small but um we uh we thought you know well we can travel to the sun cuz there's not very yeah. much there right no there so, is not so we can travel to the sun yeah and uh and then the <clears throat> excuse me and then the uh opportunity at the university dried up so okay we were like okay well we we do want to stay in germany so if we were going to stay in germany where would we want to stay yeah and uh, the top of the list was Freiburg. Sure. Mm-hmm. And as it turned out, she got a job in Freiburg.
0: Okay. And why was it uh, Freiburg? Because um, because of the jobs? Or did she no, like the city? or
1: For us, we liked the city. We visited here. We liked the city. We knew people from uh, down here in this mm-hmm. area. And... Uh, Um, Actually, we met people from, you know, all over Germany, students and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. um, uh, it just seemed like it was the best climate, best location generally Mm -hmm. sort of thing with, you know, good schools. And Mm -hmm. it's a university town also. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the proximity to the Alps and France and Italy and, you know. Yeah. Everything's
0: very close. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, so we thought, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go there. We'll do that. And then when uh, my son, he's now, like I say, he's 15. So he's in 10th grade. So he's Mm -hmm. got three more years here. After that, I'm not sure. uh, Okay. I'm not sure where we'll be located, but I used to have this fantasy. I call it a fantasy now because it was a goal back then, but now it's a fantasy Mm -hmm. of living half the year in Canada and half the year somewhere warm, you know? So, okay. In Canada, we call them snowbirds. They fly South for the winter. Oh,
0: okay. Sure. Uh Uh-huh.
1: And, uh, so that was what I was thinking. And, and now, after living here for a few years, I can see living here in the summer and going somewhere from here in the wintertime.
0: Okay. And not going back to Canada?
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's harder to go back, Victoria, because it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, wages have not kept up with inflation there. hmm um, and you know, most people are are month to month, paycheck to paycheck, yeah. and living on their credit card too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's um, and it seemed to me we were just there in the summertime. We were there, my son and I went for three weeks, and it seemed to me like there was less to like about it than oh, there used. Okay. To
0: be. Is it because now you're used to, um, used to the other countries, or why do well, you think? So,
1: yeah, I mean there there are there are lifestyle things that mm-hmm. I find more comfortable here than there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have a really, I think a really strong work life delineation here in deutschland you mm-hmm. know? it's like work happens during work hours not after they don't do overtime i mm-hmm. mean my wife does in the research business they okay. do overtime but they bank the hours
0: right? yeah mm-hmm.
1: but uh here it's like if it didn't get done today it'll get done tomorrow you know
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: and uh canada is a little bit More like the United States, where it's always drive, 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 go, 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 bigger, better, faster, more, 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 you know, kind of thing. And it's a struggle for most people. I mean, I, you know, saw family and friends and thought, you know, I I mean, they're, they're getting by, they're happy, they're comfy, but, you know, it's... It's not the best of ways to, to go. It's
0: um, always, always working is in the back of your mind because like even at home, always. you can never really rest. Right? Your phone rings. Yeah. And like, okay, I got to check an email. Yeah. Even if it's like 10 p.m. or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And in Germany, it's like the end of work day, everything is shut off. That's it. Yeah. And Friday, that starts at one o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> Good where you are. You know? <laughs> But I mean, it's great. Right. It, uh-huh. It's it's a proper way to look at work life balance and actually yeah. have some balance there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. What do you work as?
1: I work as a teacher. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm also a writer. I've, I've uh, oh, cool. published one book, but uh, mm-hmm. isn't that what we started talking? No, we didn't start talking about that. That's right. No. Um, uh, yeah, I've I've published one, self-published uh, my first novel. Cool. I'm finishing the second one now. Oh wow! Uh, part of a series.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
1: uh, nice. Yeah, I I uh, I work work as a teacher. I teach as
0: English. You just teach English at a yeah.
1: school, or no, no business English. Mm,
0: business okay, English. business English. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> so it, for it's,
1: adults. Yeah, it's uh-huh. usually. Usually, I say, usually, the students are a little bit more motivated
0: uh-huh. than,
1: than they are in middle school when I taught before. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> you know, well, and they're paying for it. Actually, exactly. Most, m- most of my students are, you know, the company pays for it. Yeah. So um, in some cases for them, it's like an hour, an hour and a half off every week. But, but uh, for the most part, people... You know, want to improve. They took part because they mm-hmm. want to improve their English. So,
0: and um, when you um, when you moved there, could you already start working? I mean, yes. I was Just asking about the papers. Yeah. The, so because, your wife's
1: because my wife was coming here as a student, but as an employee, really, because it's a PhD. So it's uh-huh. not like she was coming here to do a bachelor's or a master's. Yeah. Um, it was a salaried position. Yeah. And so we came and as the family, we came uh, and in fact, like we were, we were kind of laughing about it in the beginning because the law stipulates that she as a student can only work, I think it was like 200, 200 days of the year
0: Okay, she was
1: allowed to, to work as a, as a student. Um, but I was allowed to work twenty four seven. Okay. Told.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. So at yeah. least you could provide.
1: Yeah, but she uh, she got paid for her work at the mm-hmm. university, and you know, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, depends. Every country is different. I think. Oh, when the whole family comes over, you know, and all the visas are different, so I wasn't sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and too, you know, we were. A Canadian, and uh, well, my son's Canadian. He's dual citizen, but uh, uh-huh. my wife's Turkish. So,
0: oh, your wife is Turkish. Okay, yeah, is this is so... why you weren't. Uh, this is why you were in Turkey in the beginning.
1: No, but that's why I stayed in Turkey.
0: Ah, yeah. uh, okay.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, I. Okay, my here's here's the other long story. Uh huh. I worked in the entertainment business for about twenty years or so. Okay. Uh, in Canada. And my mom was getting to retirement age and I wanted to buy a house for her. Mm-hmm. So I went to the bank and I gave them all of my tax receipts and said, yeah. this is what I made. And they said, yeah, you, you make enough money. The problem is, is that you have 14 different employers. And that doesn't look like a steady job. Ah,
0: uh, I see. Yeah,
1: because, you know, I'd go from, like, I was, I was working as a performer and a technician. Uh-huh. So I'd be maybe, you know, in a play for two months here sure. and working on a film for two months there and yeah. two weeks on a concert and, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. So I had all of these, uh, they're T4 slips in, in Canada, your your employment uh, record. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, "Yeah, no, we we just want to see a steady job." Yeah, steady income. Yeah. So I told my mom, and she said, "Why don't you go teach? Why don't you go teach English? Take one of those training courses and go teach English because you're a teacher." That's that's what she told me. I didn't okay at the time, but and I thought, you know what that that could be that could be all right for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I I. Told myself I was taking a five-year hiatus from the business. Mm-hmm. When I was going to go and explore the world, and teach English, and develop new skills, and learn about cultures, and travel, and have adventures, and mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And uh, so, I I my first uh, country was Turkey that I went to. Okay. And I went to a more uh, conservative city right,
0: my first okay. year
1: that I was there but I traveled around a lot uh-huh. and I saw a lot of the country and I saw uh, you know places that mm-hmm. uh, I, I could live here I could I could do I could do another year here or something like that and uh, Izmir Turkey was was um, the city that I had decided that I was going to go yeah. to and uh, so I went to Izmir before I finished the school year the first year and uh, found some work had a couple of uh, offers chose one and was supposed to start in September that year Mm -hmm. and uh, so I went home for the summer and waited for the paperwork and waited and waited and waited and they didn't have anything and then they changed the general manager and then Things weren't sure. And then, you know, it was all this for a long time. Uh So January rolls around. Oh, I forgot to tell you the best part, though. After that first year, when I went back to the bank, I had a contract for the next year and they gave us a mortgage. Oh. I was making about one third of what I had made the year before.
0: Oh, but just that, that they want uh, okay a steady
1: job steady right
0: job yes so they want security yeah,
1: yeah that that was uh you know got the mortgage great okay
0: good uh, yeah for your mom <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah.
1: i mean it, it worked out pretty well and then uh-huh. waiting for the next contract to come the uh, uh the fall passes and they don't have a real answer for me. Every time I try to communicate with them, they don't have a real answer for me.
0: Getting stressful?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we had the new house and there was work to do. So I was busy. I was doing stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. I was, you know, put a new roof on the place and fix the garage and, you know, stuff, right? Always things to do. And uh, about January, I thought, okay, well, these guys... Maybe I can't count on them. Yeah. So I should start looking again. So I started looking, and who posted an ad? But the people that I had signed a contract with. And they mentioned that they have all of these branches all over Turkey, including Izmir. Uh huh. So I contacted them and I said, Yeah, I saw your posting there. And in fact, you know, I'm supposed to be there in in Izmir Uh working. And I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah, we'd love to work with you. Come on over. What was the issue? I mean, well, isn't that
0: kind of weird?
1: <laughs> yeah, but the, in in Turkish, they have an expression. Mm-hmm. Burası Türkiye. This is Turkey.
0: Okay. So and it's... so
1: anytime one of those kinds of things comes up, people go,
0: eh,
1: Burası Türkiye.
0: Uh, yeah, Not okay. Been. it's just happened. Am I That's how it went. Okay. Yeah.
1: Whatever. What am I gonna do?
0: Not well, been. they're glad you're here.
1: <laughs> yeah, except for two weeks into my state, like I i showed up and the manager was like, Oh, it was a different different general manager. Not the owner, the guy that I signed mm-hmm. the contract with. Yeah, the guy uh-huh. who okay. owns all of these schools, right? Uh he was from Istanbul. Uh, but I meet the new manager and he's like great great to have you on he said well this week you can observe some of the classes next week we'll get you into classes cuz they didn't mm-hmm. have anything organized right so i started in and and uh, <clears throat> was working with the other teachers and and uh, i started to do some classes and i think it was i think it was almost the end of the second week when the general manager told me that the the owner guy actually, no, sorry. It wasn't the general manager. It was the, um, the director of foreign personnel okay. or, or something like that calling mm-hmm. from, from Istanbul. And he said, yeah, yeah. We want to talk to you about your contract. And cause now it's technically supposed to expire in June. Right.
0: Uh huh.
1: So six months from well, okay. five months by the time I got there it was February. So they said, uh, uh, we want to renegotiate your contract, so we'd like to extend you, you know, to have you here for another year. I said, okay, yeah. well, you know, let's let's talk about the first six months that you owe me, mm-hmm. that you didn't pay me, while I was waiting. We yeah. have this. Oh yeah, no, I don't think we're going to be able to do that. I said, oh well, that that could be a problem. He said, well, come on, you, we really want you to stay. We want you to stay. We want you to extend the contract, so make it a year contract, and pay me a little bit less and have me teach a little bit more. Okay. So I was like, yeah, no.
0: Does that sound so great?
1: No. Uh, Uh Let me think
0: about it for a second. No. Yeah.
1: So I went out and that afternoon I had two other jobs in the same city. You know, it wasn't wasn't, uh, difficult for me to find something. Mm -hmm. But organizations there... (laughs) Bursa <laughs> okay you know so yeah so I ended up in another school and um, within a few weeks actually I met my wife well mm-hmm. she was my wife then yeah,
0: yeah. did uh, she work there too
1: or no no she she I, I got roped into doing this uh, conversation club like I was teaching mm-hmm. regular classes. And they asked me to do this uh, conversation club one evening a week mm-hmm. where, you know, working professionals just come to the school just to practice their English.
0: Right? Oh, yeah. It's not, not yeah. a class
1: or anything. So I just give them topics and get them to talk. Right. Mm-hmm. And she, she came to one of those.
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: And, well, she didn't come to one of those. She signed up for the thing. Right. hmm And uh, we hit it off right away and I said I think she was there for about 2 weeks and I I told her that she might have to cancel her membership or whatever because I'd like to see her outside of class and she said well I paid for the whole month. So so she stayed for two more weeks. Okay. And then we made it official. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. So yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, and then you stayed for another eight years. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. And it was it was one of those things because she started the PhD, and uh, we we both were of the mind of uh-huh. leaving the country. Like, honestly, if I hadn't met her, I would have been gone that summer. Right. Uh-huh, yeah.
0: There. Yeah. I was just wanted to ask. Like, yeah. was it ever like a question uh, not to stay there?
1: Always. Or? yeah yeah that was one of the things that we had in common was that we wanted to see other places we wanted Mm -hmm. to go somewhere else and and uh um she didn't have the strongest faith in the turkish system she worked for the government so she had a pretty stable steady job but um yeah it, it the the ceiling was low Or sorry, the ceiling was very, very high, Uh maybe, but impossible to to reach.
0: I I feel like I hear that kind of often about the Turkish government.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and the current government, actually, they went into power just before I got there.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Some of the things that they were talking about looked like pretty good ideas to me. But um, yeah, as time has gone on, I think we found that uh, um, it's probably less and less Turkish people that really support that government.
0: That's right. Whether or not they are there where you are.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. (laughs) It's ironic, but it's true, right? You know, Mm -hmm. coming from Germany, you know that. Uh, Yeah, I have a good friend.
0: I have a good friend here. She's uh, from Turkey, and. She is um, also very um, anti the current Turkish government. And so she's um, very emotional towards the Turkish, German, the German Turkish people because
1: there are so many here that support the wrong people.
0: And I and I'm like you have all the freedom in yeah. in Germany. So why don't you want this for your cousins, uncles, yeah, nieces, nephews? There, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, you know, but you know how politics works, and from what I've learned and what I've seen, um, just watching America where you live now, mm. it's 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 amazing to see how. I heard a sociologist talking about this and the, uh, um, the rural communities. One of the bigger things there is loyalty. Yeah. And people are loyal to their party. I know. No matter what. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that they have a two party system because you can only be loyal to this guy or that guy.
0: I know, and And it's funny. It's funny, and the parties within changed so much within the last 50 years, but just what you vote for now is something completely different that you voted for uh, three decades ago.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. But the American system is, is, I was going to say flawed, but that's too nice of a word. Mm. There's another one that starts with F, but it's... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the uh, the system is, I mean, they have a general election, and you have the popular vote, but then you have this electoral college.
0: I know. It's like, why do you even have the popular vote? Why there is no I don't know for
1: it. There's, it there it, is I no reason know. for it. Yeah,
0: not anymore.
1: No. I,
0: maybe it was logic when they started it, but I have. Well, wrong.
1: yeah, because there were very small states, yeah, small in population. Yeah. And uh, they were, you know, concerned that the big cities would get everything they wanted and nobody else would get what they wanted. So they said, okay, well, we'll divide it up like this. Then. Yeah. But not,
0: not so united. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh... the best
1: laid plans of mice and men. <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you. So you said you want to stay in Germany for another five years, no, three years until... At least,
1: at least mm-hmm. till then. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I, I mean, I don't have somewhere that I would rather be right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I, I can't say that off the top of my head because it's great here. Like I said. What,
0: what do you like? What um, do you really like? And
1: Well... For one thing, like I said, that that work-life balance.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah,
1: it can be frustrating, but also rewarding. You know, like I came from a country where everything is open on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, here nothing is open on Sunday.
0: Do you? Um. Did you get used to it? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty and easy. how? How do you? How do you find it?
1: It's not a problem, and for me, I think it. I think it reinforces that that um, work-life balance. Like this is a day where, you know, we're going to spend it with the family. We're going to do something, you know, at home or together outside. You rest? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I didn't have too much uh, difficulty adjusting to it. What I do find quite humorous though is when we have a day like just tuesday
0: uh-huh, um, yeah. it's the, independence day
1: yeah well it's not independence day it's, yeah, well, it's, uh, it's unification day, yeah
0: or... unification day yes
1: yeah and uh that day you know is a holiday so nothing's open on that day mm-hmm. and monday afternoon monday after work people are buying stuff like it's the end of the world <laughs> and it's just one day and it's one day At Christmas, it's even crazier.
0: Well, I think Christmas is probably similar in all the other places, too. But I don't know. Yeah, for one day, it's weird. Maybe, yeah, I can see that. Especially maybe it's because it was on a Tuesday and nobody had anything home on Sunday. You know, so they had to. Yeah, but it's the same
1: same thing if it's a Saturday. Right. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It's the same thing. Yeah. And shops close early on on Saturdays here in Freiburg. They do anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at six, one or even what at one? Yeah, a lot at of one? shops in in my neighborhood. Yeah, like the pharmacy, oh. the pharmacy, the post office, uh, the kiosk. These these places close at uh, one o'clock on
0: Saturday. Oh, I thought they changed that already in the nineties.
1: Not, not in Freiburg. They did Oh, okay. No. Or at least in my neighborhood.
0: Huh. But in the yeah. in the city, the the shops are open longer, right? The stores. Yeah, downtown. Ones. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But they still close six o'clock, maybe. Mm,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so
1: they're not open till nine, or something like that. But yeah.
0: And uh, is there anything that you miss from Canada?
1: From Canada, or from Turkey? I don't know. <laughs> well, um Turkish food is really good, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, Germany has not, adopted the it's döner. It's not
0: like the döner, right? No, no. And, yeah, but we always go back and then we always stop at the Turkish stores first place. Yeah. Get like a döner or
1: a Lamajun. It's the it's the fast food of Germany. Mhm. Yeah. It's it's incredible. And I, it's
0: so hard to get somewhere else.
1: Yeah. In, we were in Canada and we were there for about two and a half weeks out of the three weeks that we were there when we finally saw a shop that said "Doner," First, first one that we came to, uh-huh. right? First one. I mean, yeah. there are burgers and chicken and yeah. pizza. Everything. <laughs> but not so much Doner. But a good friend of mine is, uh, uh, he comes from a Lebanese family and they had a, uh, a chain, a small little chain of, uh, of, uh, bistros where they served doner and, uh-huh. uh, Lamajun and well, not Lamajun, but similar Middle Eastern treats. Yeah. Uh, so I had tasted them before and I knew of them, but yeah. there are so few places like that there. It's yeah, it's amazing. Big difference here. Yeah. But from what I, what I miss of Canada uh, I miss my family and friends mm-hmm. probably more than most other things. Yeah, but I miss I miss some of the places there that I loved, you know, living there, growing up. And I miss really good hockey.
0: Oh, interesting!
1: There's... Do you know
0: where I'm from? We have a, a, a ice hockey team. What, um, which team? Uh, it's, they're called the Roosters. Oh, what, what's your hometown? Isalon.
1: Isalon. The Roosters. Are they in uh, DL2 maybe? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> drei?
0: But, but I think Göttingen also had one, right? Göttingen no. had. Kassel no? had a team. Ah, okay.
1: And my son started to play hockey, so we used to go to and fro. Uh, to Kassel for his training, mm-hmm. but yeah, they have a team. They made it to the DEL. Uh, for those of you at home who don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> talking <laughs> about the hockey league, yeah, in Germany,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. The DEL is the Deutsche Elite League.
0: Oh, and... I didn't even know it's for elite. I thought it's yeah. for ice hockey. You know, no, for I... the EES
1: yeah, elite. I believe,
0: yeah. Ah, interesting. Okay, so you miss hockey. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. And, you know,
1: not that I can't skate or play here, but not nearly as freely or easily or as often. But did
0: you, do you miss playing or do you miss watching? Well,
1: I miss playing hockey. Mm -hmm. And I have a, now I have a subscription so I can watch the hockey games Uh from Canada here. Right. But, yeah, I can't just turn on the TV when I come home from work and watch the game. Right. You know, because of the time difference and everything else, it's like, okay, well, if you want to watch the game, it starts at 2 a.m.
0: Yeah, that's or that, that doesn't not work. More. Yeah.
1: So I watch games the day after they've happened quite often.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and you already know the results. No, because <laughs> I,
1: I have to really work hard to not, <laughs> not see the <laughs> score. In the sports news, <laughs> That's right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I know how to do it now. When I, when I look at the screen, I just kind of do this.
0: Uh, okay.
1: Off the top of the screen, you know, it's so like, I just close uh, my yeah. eyes. <laughs> yeah. Gotta search, gotta click the thing, but don't look at this, don't look at the score. Don't look at the score. Yeah. Yeah. I miss, I miss that. Um, and I think, Probably, like when I said, I miss my friends. I, I, I worked in the, like I said, I worked in the entertainment business for a long, long, long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, my friends and that work. I okay.
0: Would say,
1: probably. Oh, okay. I miss, you. I miss, miss the that biz. work. Sorry? Okay. And
0: um, would you ever, uh, would you do that in Germany?
1: It's uh, not so easy. I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but in Canada, they speak a totally different language. (laughs) What? Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, no. I thought they speak the same language in Germany, too. No, not really. No. Okay. So, do you speak any German?
1: Pardon me? Do you speak any German? Ein bisschen. Yeah. I speak a little German. um, And I know that, like, my wife, she studied because she works with German people Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, she also wants to be able to do things easily. My son became fluent in the first year that we okay. were here because he was five when we got here. Mm-hmm, so. Yeah, But for me, I was much older when we got here and, you know, old dog and new tricks. It's not the easiest thing okay. uh, for me, but also too, and I don't, I don't, I hope I don't offend you, but German is an ugly language.
0: Um, I, I, I mean, I don't hear it as ugly, but I, don't like the German accent.
1: Well, imagine me living in 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 uh, Baden-Württemberg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where you came from, they speak Hochdeutsch, don't they?
0: They do, yes. And yeah. you don't. Probably... Oh, right, they speak that super strong accent. Badisch, Badisch, and so. If you only, I mean, did you know a few Hochdeutsch? Uh regular yeah. German words when you Yeah, moved of course, there? yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean I learned okay. I learned over the time that we were in right. Göttingen, I, I learned the language.
0: Right, but then you had to relearn it
1: <laughs> there. No, it, well, I shouldn't say I learned the language. I, I, I should say I I did my best to understand as much mm-hmm. as I could of the yeah. language, but it's still nothing compared to uh Swiss, 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 Swiss. You know the Swiss German, German? yeah, yeah. The Swiss German accent.
0: I mean, it's like probably as complicated as Badish, where you are. Oh, oh. Right?
1: oh it's. I think it's much worse.
0: It's much worse. So yeah, yeah, I mean,
1: and it's. It's like I always think that, like it's like you're in the doctor's waiting room. You know where people are.
0: <coughs> right. <coughs> It in is. their throat all it the is. time I, uh-huh. I know one word um the word for kitchen cabinet it's <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah
1: like you can't speak it without spitting on people <laughs> i don't know
0: i don't know how you gotta to practice do it.
1: yeah it's no it's it's uh, I did I, I did a, a couple of uh, stand up comedy shows in Basel because it's right across the uh-huh. border from here. It's like a half hour train ride. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, speaking with Swiss Swiss German speakers, uh, really interesting, uh-huh. interesting to try and follow.
0: So, did you do a stand up then in English? Yeah uh-huh
1: yeah because my deutsch would never i wouldn't i would be funny to look at trying yeah. to say the <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it's like oh, I look at this the sound guy. Off. he doesn't
0: know what he's doing <laughs> yeah so the, in baselia he has like an international crowd kind of yeah, so it was very much so it was fine to do it in. Yeah. in english although
1: you know a lot of the audience was you know swiss or mm-hmm. german so they're still second language audience yeah foreign language audience so um yeah for the most part uh i was understood maybe not as funny but
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can laugh about it now
1: yeah yeah uh-huh. well I, and i will do more too I, I decided one of the things because like i said when i left the business I was planning to go for five years right, and then return right. to what I was doing before. And, and I was working towards, you know, making my own films and, and doing that kind of thing. And, uh, um, when I came, when we, when we were living in Göttingen I was teaching and trying to figure out what I was going to do, mm-hmm. you know, for me, right. um, uh, as my expression. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so I got involved with the uh, the uh, English drama workshop there and worked on a couple of shows with them. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, I realized that that kind of opportunity as a performer, probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And for me to work as a technician, I could probably learn a lot of the vocabulary yeah. for it and probably do okay. But... I don't know if you can tell or not, but I'm not a young man anymore. So, and that's definitely a young man's uh, work,
0: right? Mm-hmm. uh
1: Working in stage,
0: right, and mm-hmm. film
1: and that kind of thing. So I thought, what can I do? Well, I can write. Right. So, that's okay. How I decided to start writing novels.
0: Okay, so that's a creative output. Nice.
1: Yeah, that's and mm-hmm. you know. Hopefully one day they'll make my books into films. That would be the be, dream, right? To be able to be on set at least. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So and um, stand up is also then entertainment kind yeah. of. So, that's yeah, that's
1: performing, right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's that's uh, as a performer. I I worked. I started working behind the scenes. Uh, maybe ten years into my career, five years into my career, I started working behind the scenes more like as a technician or as a director or as a lighting operator or Mm -hmm. whatever, um, kinds of jobs. And, uh, so I was working towards telling stories on film. Okay. And so when I was writing the book, of course it's, it's a film. If, If you, if you read it, if you read my book, read my book. What is the, what's the name of your book? Um, I'll, I'll type it in the chat because it's incredibly long title. I hope I didn't.
0: Something in the water, book one, drowning. Oh God, (laughs) is it? I thought it would be like, um, I don't know, positive title.
1: Well, no, it's a thriller.
0: Okay. Can you tell?
1: Can you, can you tell? Something
0: in the water, book one, drowning. It sounds very dark. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: It's about, you know, bioweapons. Right. And the, the first book is called Drowning. The second book, okay, your, your people are going to get a little, little pre-notice here. second book is going to be titled Blood. So Something in the Water, Blood. Book one, Something in the Water, Drowning. Book two, Something in the Water, Blood. Book three, Something in the Water, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> Actually, I haven't thought of the title yet.
0: So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, but a third one is coming too.
1: Yeah, actually, yeah, three, three in this series. One as a side book to this series from the antagonist's point of view. Uh-huh. When I was writing, I, I, uh, I wanted to tell more of the bad guy's story. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the book, like, there's a main character who's, who's been described as not the most likable Uh protagonist by reviewers.
0: Uh Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But that was partly intentional. I have this kind of thing underneath most of my uh, work like that, where I like to get people to ask who's the bad guy and who's the good guy. Okay. You know, so I have a good guy that's kind of bad. Uh-huh. And I have a bad guy that, well, maybe he had good reasons okay. uh-huh. for doing what he did. But so, yeah, I, I like to play uh, on that. And um, I decided that as a writer, it would be an awesome challenge to see if I can get people to identify with a bad guy as right. the main uh-huh. character of the book. So we'll see how that one goes. But I have okay. to get I have to get a couple of books uh, from the series. I have to get this next one finished so that because at the end of this book I can't, I can't tell you that part. Okay. Anyway, his the antagonist story follows the first two books.
0: Um, how long does it usually take you to write a book? I was always curious how long something takes like this.
1: Well, some people can do it really fast. I am not one of those people. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, the first book, well, I mean, I was writing part-time. I'm still pretty much writing part-time. I'm not a full-time writer. Yeah. Um, cause it's difficult.
0: Yeah. And you also have a job. So yeah. Yeah. yeah and a family. So I-
1: And a family. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. exactly. How was it for you to make friends?
1: Um, well, everywhere we've been so far, touch wood, I've, managed to meet more native speakers, not more, but a few native speakers of mm-hmm. English from different places. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, when we were in Göttingen, I had a couple of friends that were native speakers. I had a few friends that were Germans. I had a couple of friends that were from Spain, mm-hmm. um, uh, like that. here in Freiburg, the place that we moved into, of all coincidences we move into a place and we're there for i don't know a week or two something like that one day i'm coming home with my son and i hear this hey when are you coming over for a beer okay <laughs> and i said tonight
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> friend, uh friend my neighbor who lives right across the innenhof from yeah. our place uh, is from upstate new york
0: okay and i have
1: another neighbor in the complex there who's from originally from Romania. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, I have uh, a couple of friends right there. I have another friend from uh, Africa, uh, a couple of friends from uh, Germany as well. um, Mm -hmm. And a friend, a friend from Venezuela and, you know, people, it, it tends to be my thing. I tend to find more international friends than just, German friends. But.
0: I have the same. Yeah, it's just easier because you have something in common.
1: Yeah, 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 I think so. Hey, yeah, it's unspoken, right? I mean, you don't say, you know, it's great to see a foreigner.
0: Yeah, no, it's not what you say, but I don't know. It's like um, maybe you can bullshit a little bit about the natives, you
1: know? Always, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Germans are funny, aren't
0: they? You know? No, no, yeah. I don't we
1: think have... so. No, not, not, not. Uh... Not in the comedy sense. I mean, funny in the peculiar sense. Yeah, maybe my mom. My mom said it this way. She said, "There's, there's, uh, funny ha ha, and funny peculiar." Mm-hmm. And there are some interesting things about the way Germans are. Here.
0: Okay. Um My my husband never. Uh, I don't think like he wants to move back to Germany because, uh, because of their moods. You know, I don't know if you ever had a problem with this, or was it like concerning for you? Because they tend to be rude. Germans. Yeah. What?
1: <laughs> I think Canada. Everyone is rude.
0: No. Everyone is
1: rude compared to me.
0: Seriously, like I think can well, Canadians are the friendliest ones. Yes,
1: that's what I'm saying. It's yeah.
0: Like, okay. Hey, so to everyone everybody, is rude. is rude
1: compared to us. Yeah. Yeah. When we came back, when we came back to uh, uh, Freiburg after our holiday in, the, in, in Canada, my son said, I'm going to have to get used to not being polite again.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially if you go to like some of the government offices, you know. To oh, any yeah. Am- oh, my God.
1: Yeah. But they don't have to be polite.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like going here to the DMV. They're not (laughs) friendly either. But usually they are friendly. When I moved first to the US, I moved to California. And to me, everybody was so friendly. Yeah. You know? Uh, We were were in San Francisco. And I was like, oh, my God. Everybody's so friendly here. And then um, you got over this. And then we're like, ah, those tech people, they're the worst. They like robots. So then we moved. To the other side of the base to Oakland, and I was like, "All oh, the tech people disappeared." Everybody's so friendly, <laughs> and then and then like we moved to Texas, and I was like, "Oh my god, how friendly can people be? They're so really, eh? nice." Yes, and how um, y'all doing? Yeah, <laughs> how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Exactly. Yeah, they're yeah. um, and I mean, like, but. When I go back to Germany, I did not have the experience that they're super rude, but I think it's also because I'm not going to i don't know do not interfere in their like job or like in their commute or mm, yeah. go into any of the offices or anything.
1: It's more it, but I've, it's not so much that they're rude, it's that they don't care.
0: <laughs> ah, okay
1: they don't they don't really care if you're having a good day or not
0: are they having the facial expression that's like mm, yeah so serious all the time
1: yeah and not if, and not everyone you know the rbf right Hmm. not everyone has that yeah but most people look like they're serious all the time yeah you know and of course we know you know the jokes about the german sense of humor there is not. <laughs> I'm still looking. I'm, yeah. I'm. I haven't given up, but yeah. I'm still looking. They do. They have a sense of humor, but it's Schadenfreude.
0: Schadenfreude. You know? Yes, but it's yeah. so great.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's you know it's like the the definition of comedy and tragedy. Comedy is you're standing on the street and you watch a guy fall flat on his face. Yeah, yeah. Tragedy is when it's you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in Germany, there's a lot of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but just that kind.
0: Yeah. Just that kind. <laughs> yeah. Huh?
1: No, I, f- I find it, um, it's it's probably, I don't know if, if it's the, you know, people are being uh, guarded, people are being protective uh, of their personal space and their identity and everything or, or, or what it is. But yeah, in Canada, people are open to smile and say hello yeah. to a stranger, right? You do that here and people look at you like, huh?
0: It's like, what are you smiling at? Mm-hmm. What's the reason?
1: Yeah. Why, why are like, you happy? Do I
0: have something on my forehead? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah. But I find here like in Canada well, there's two words that I'm pretty sure there isn't a direct translation for German. Customer service.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> there's no such thing. No. In Germany. No. It's it's just not done. Yeah. When you go into the shopping center, and they have a big, uh, a big dolly and a crate and a pallet of stuff that they're putting on the shelf,
0: mm-hmm. right
1: in the middle of the aisle.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So you can't actually shop in that. aisle. That's your aisle. problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing my job, man. Yeah, what do exactly.
0: Do like you go somewhere else.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: What you? Um... So you said, like, you're not sure if this is, like, your final destination?
1: Yeah, not not sure at this point. But I can say, you know, like I said, it's a pretty comfortable place to live. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that if I, if I can make a few things go artistically here yeah. to keep me happy, mm-hmm. you know, then, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't see any real reason to leave.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, the climate is awesome compared yeah. to... Rest of Germany, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and the people are decent, you know, and everything is clean and well organized yeah. and easy to find, and you know,
0: yeah, you don't need to worry about anything really.
1: Yeah, yeah, life life here is is pretty straightforward.
0: Yeah, and um, what about your wife? But
1: she she's
0: um also open to moving somewhere else or
1: not really sure. I mean, at this point, you know, she's, she just took a a permanent full-time position with a government research institute. So, so maybe, maybe not right away, but I don't know at at this point, I don't know what she would think about, uh, you know, relocating again, maybe retirement.
0: Nothing she in the probably, near future. So no, yeah, no, I wouldn't
1: say so. Yeah, she probably would like to go back to Turkey if, if the economy there ever recovers, if they right, get rid of the, the, the current moment, governments. Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
1: You know, yeah, yeah. We own property there, and uh, uh, the value of the property has gone up, but the value of the currency has gone down.
0: Oh, so it doesn't make so, any sense. I mean, yeah. it's like same same.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's actually worse now. Like yeah, okay. You know, it's it's like investing in a startup and having the startup go belly up.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You are um the first guest I have on my show that moved with the whole family, or at least with kids. Uh-huh. So I was wondering, um If it was a little bit more, or if you were more hesitant to move with a little
1: child? No, because a little child, especially the small children, they can adapt so easily to culture, language, anything. My son, we came here, my son was five when we got here, Mm -hmm. and by the end of his first year here, He was pretty much fluent in german he just Mm -hmm. didn't have all of the vocabulary that the other kids had because he hadn't been growing up with it right Mm -hmm. but he sounded like a german okay people thought the the parents and teachers were surprised when they found out that we didn't practice german at home
0: oh because
1: he's like a native speaker yeah yeah no for little kids absolutely easy peasy and i recommend it I, i think that that's the best time that you can do something like that when they're small. Like before school, ideally you should be able to do more with a small, small child. But when they're at that school age, their world just, you know, expands Mm -hmm. so much. And in our home, we, we already spoke two languages when we came here. So, um, so for him to have, Fluency in in three languages, and he's studying French and Spanish too. But yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's it's. I would definitely recommend it to people. To we we would have gone more, but um, uh, we like I was saying before, we we decided that uh, Germany was a pretty good place to stay. Mm-hmm. We were thinking that we were going to spend three years here, three or four years, and then go somewhere else, and. At that time, Ozan would only be, you know, seven or eight, mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, um, thought, you know, it would still be easy for him to adapt in a new place. Now he's 15, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would he still come with you or would
0: he say like, hey, let's wait two more years and I would stay here? Because like for what? him, it's probably like home.
1: Yeah. Well, did I tell you that we were going to move to Bayern? No. No? Well, uh, this past spring, my wife got a a job offer for a full-time permanent position with the research institute. She she works for the government. Mm -hmm. It's kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? I I work for the government. Yeah. But um, she... uh, Got an offer for a full-time permanent position, and she really wanted to take it. Um, but the problem was, was that it's way over in Bayern. You you mm-hmm. grew up, didn't you? Say you grew up in Bayern. In oh, North, in, yeah, yeah. I grew up in Northwestern north. North. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, if you know where uh, Freilassing is, no. Do you know where Salzburg, Austria, is? Yes. That's the closest big city.
0: Uh oh, oh okay to all where, right so where we okay. would very rural then i guess yeah. yeah
1: and uh uh you know when the idea first came up she said i got this job and it's pretty good you know and i think we should go and and my son was like sure you know i could use a change when mm-hmm. he was 14 mhm just just you know just probably that week was not a good week right for him and his friends or something mm-hmm. he's like yeah I don't need to stay here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we went for a scouting mission. We took uh, uh, a week and went and visited the area. Yeah. And uh, toured around and went to some of the schools that could be possible schools yeah. for him. And uh, uh, the system is a little bit more difficult. And mm-hmm. the place is a lot more remote. Mm-hmm And... I think he. I think he We were back for a week or two weeks after that little scouting mission. Yeah, and he told me, "I don't want to go." Okay. And I said, "Great," because okay. I don't want to go either. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Sorry to to against one. Yeah, but all right. Uh huh. But we've we've been able to work it out. Um, she's got uh, it's kind of like two weeks there and two weeks home office.
0: Uh, Okay, so she's commuting.
1: Yeah, so she's Mm -hmm. going back and forth. She's just got a new apartment over there. And uh, actually, she's going tomorrow for Mm -hmm. her two weeks. We'll start tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And she's um, uh, in the process of, you know, getting furniture and stuff.
0: Ah, right, right. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, all of that, not really a thing for a 14, 15 year old boy. Right. He's got a girlfriend. So, uh, <laughs>
0: okay, sure. That's hard.
1: Yeah. 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 When they're teenagers, you know, their social world is so much more important than when they're eight or nine or six or seven. Exactly. Or five,
0: that's what right? I always say too. It's like if yeah. we move, we should do it before middle school.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because once they hit puberty, the world is a different place.
0: Yeah, it's a lot harder for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, what would you consider your
1: home? That's an excellent question. I mean, Canada will always be home mm-hmm. for me. And Calgary will always be my hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've now lived away from there for almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. So... uh. Home is where the heart is, as as we say.
0: I know, yes. <laughs>
1: um <clears throat> I I don't I mean, it's it's home is kind of a state of being, right? And for me, where I am is home. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, Freiburg's a I think it's a good city to call home. Mm-hmm. Um if I, you know, if I win the lottery, um, maybe I'll think of another place as being home. But okay. Canada will always be home and Calgary especially will always be home. I'll mm-hmm. never, never stop being a Calgary Flames fan, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's hockey and I'm Canadian. So, yeah. Yeah. And that part of the world is is beautiful too, you know, so...
0: Yeah, for me, it's weird sometimes when I go back to Germany, it's like, sure, like, this is where I grew up. This is where my family is.
1: Yeah.
0: But it also just feels a little bit strange because, like, you haven't been there in so long.
1: Right, yeah.
0: So it's not like you're, you're somehow connected, but also, like, you live so far away, and so you also... You're not like part of that anymore, but even uh, it yeah. will always be, but
1: yeah. It's well, I, don't, I wouldn't say I don't, I, I, I don't feel that way. I mean, when we went back, I was completely at home. Uh uh-huh, you know, okay. I mean, in spite of the fact that my city has grown so much I since bet. I left, it's grown about 400,000 people since I left.
0: If but- you can imagine.
1: Did. Um, And, you know, roads change and buildings, new buildings are up Mm -hmm. and neighborhoods are popping Uh, up all over the place, you know, so it looks different and it feels different too, because there are a lot more people. And, um, and there are a lot more people from all over the world there. Like Mm -hmm. immigration has gone up like crazy, especially in my part of Canada. Okay. I just read an article. One hundred and eighty thousand people came to Alberta last year, my my home province. Oh wow! Okay, moved there, right? Like not visited, but just moved one there.
0: year. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, in a year, one hundred and eighty thousand people. Because
0: Canada doesn't even have that many people.
1: <laughs> well, there's about forty million people there, I guess. Nowadays.
0: Okay, that's but it's just a but big yeah. country.
1: Well, yeah, and and. That hundred and eighty thousand people, so many of those people are in the cities, right? Mm -hmm. But I also saw, like, in a small town, uh, operating a gas station or something like that, people that you know are immigrants that they've they've arrived. I asked the one fellow, I said, "How long have you been here?" He said, "I've been here for uh, almost two years now." And it's like, wow, you know, amazing to see. How many? More, how much more diversity there is mm-hmm. there now? You know, used to be all just white people, right? Right. Now it's people from everywhere. It's from so everywhere. Cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All right, all right. Good. These are my extra questions. That's it. And that was it. Yeah.
1: Thank goodness.
0: <laughs> so you have more time now with your family. Sorry to keep you away.
1: No, no, no. They're at home. I'm. I. I left the house. I came back to the office ah. to just well. So that I had the same place. And, I you know,
0: thought your office is inside your home.
1: No, 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 no. Ah, I, I have okay. a separate office, yeah. Oh, okay. Fancy, nice. <laughs> yeah, well, I have to have a separate office. It, you know, at first, it was going to be useful for my teaching online. Mm-hmm. But really, what it
0: All right, thank you for listening to this episode. And as I mentioned earlier, you can find his book in my show notes. And yeah, I will see you next time. See you soon. Bye bye.